Welcome to the Emerging Temple broadcast for December 9, 2019. I am Michael Obeya. I will be your guide for the rest of this broadcast. At Emerging Temple, we seek to analyze correct events within the context of God's plan for mankind, a plan in which he intends to reestablish a government which he shall, impl which he shall um, implement at the end of time. This government, he has called us to be partakers to govern with him in this government that shall be established. Well, friends, you can see I'm actually broadcasting today from a different location. I did tell you I'll be on the road um, over the next few weeks, and I will endeavor to make sure I can continue our broadcast. And I wanted to continue today um, on the subject that we uh, began at the end of last week, the subject of our angels and demons and their operations within the, the realm of mankind, in our politics, in our society, in our religion, etc. But uh, today we're going to try to look at the distinction between angels and demons. So we spent a lot of time last week talking about angels. Today we're going to try to con contrast them and see you know, what's the difference really. Okay, before I go any further, I want to encourage you to please like these videos, share them with your family and friends, and you can also visit our um, handle on Facebook, it's called Emerging Temple, where you can see some of our old videos. And also you can visit our handle here on YouTube. Let's type in Emerging Temple and you should be able to see um, our videos. So you can get up to speed on some of the stuff you know we're talking about right now. Because if you haven't been with us this past few weeks, boy, you've missed and you just can't take it from here. You've got to find, you know, make the time to go back and look for the old videos so you can get up to speed. Um, you know, the teaching that is coming forth at this time. All right. Um, we also broadcast on, um, via online radio through um, um, media such as uh, Google Music, I, the iTunes, um, Apple iTunes, that is, and Spotify, and a host of others. So if you visit our website, www.templeoftruth.us, you will see a list, a link to some of the different radio channels that we're subscribed to. So if you're unable to download the videos to watch, you just want to, you know, don't use too much of your data, just want to, you know, listen to the audio. By the way, personally, I prefer listening to the audio than actually watching the video. That's just me. Um, so you can always, you know, go to our website and you can do that. Okay. Um, also, if you want to support our work, please visit patreon.com and look for our handle there. It's called Emerging Temple, and there you'll be able to support this, this ministry. We appreciate those of you who have been supporting. Without you, you know, we wouldn't be here right now. You know yourselves. I want to thank you very much. Okay? All right. So today we're continuing um, on the topic of um, the distinction of the difference between angels and demons. And I'm going to try to give you a quick overview. We spoke last time and we said that angels are beings, powerful beings that usually possess families, you know, tribes, cities, towns, nations, um, and so on. And uh, you can have one angel possess, you know, millions of people. Um, and we said with demons, you could have many demons possess just one, you know, human being. And so one of the main differences between these two is that you can have many demons possess one person, but I can have one angel possess many people, okay? Um, but there's more to the difference than that. 
And um, this, I'm about to say, is going to be very controversial um, because it's often not spoken, but the time has come for us to begin to say, you know, the truth in, you know, as it, as it is. Demons are people who have died and already left this world. They're not angels. They're men and women who have died after living a wicked life in this world um, and not just living a wicked life, refusing the opportunity to accept the salvation of God that comes through faith in Jesus Christ. And so they go through torment and God is not happy with the state they're in, but this is a choice that they have made and there is no other remission for sins according to the scriptures except that which is given through Jesus Christ. Okay? Um, so I want you to hold on to that. I know that's a topic all on its own, but you're just going to have to hold on to it because if you haven't been following, you know, this is going to be like news to you. Okay? But angels, angels are beings that pre-existed um, the creation of man. It's obvious that these beings have been there, you know, from time. Let me just not say it's obvious. We suppose that based on what we see, you know, you know, from scriptures where sometimes you hear an angel tell God, what is man and thou mindful of him? You know, there are different other scriptures. The fact that, you know, the serpent was there and, you know, we know that it was Satan operating through the serpent and he seemed to know certain things and he thought he was some wise old guy. So there are many connotations that make us feel that angels have always existed before men were created. But let's not hold on to that as a rule. The thing is that there are angels and there are good angels and there are bad angels. Now, how the angels who are bad became bad, there's all kinds of hypotheses on that. The truth is, we don't really know. Some people say Satan rebelled against God in heaven and he took a third of the angels with him and God got angry and threw them to the earth here. There is nothing in the Bible that says that. So we cannot hold on to that as something that is scriptural. Okay, it sounds good. Even sometimes it might sound logical, but again, there's a hole in that theory because in the book of Job, we see the same devil, same Satan, going back to heaven to talk to God multiple times. So if he's been thrown out of heaven, then how come he goes to heaven to talk with God? So nevertheless, we don't know what made some of them, you know, to become that way. Based on what we've seen in scripture, God didn't create them that way, okay? There's something to do with the, the choice that they made, and that makes them strange. That makes them a strange kind of angel uh, because they seem to have made a choice contrary to what God had programmed them to be. So that's deeper. There is a study on that, but that is way beyond the scope of our, our meeting tonight. Okay, so all right, so I put together a PowerPoint presentation for us on this teaching, the difference between angels and demons. I'm going to read some scriptures that will be indicators, will be pointers to where you ought to go in scripture to find out more about this. Okay, so let's take a look at what we have here. Difference between angels and demons. A fallen angel can possess a whole tribe, city, or nation. Many demons can possess one man. We have examples of these in scripture. We shall look at some examples from scripture.
According to Revelations 9, 13 to 19, fallen angels can kill millions of people in one go. So killing hundreds, tens of thousands is nothing. And for the for the war that we know is coming to the earth, in which Jesus said almost no soul will be saved, we know that the eight fallen angels are going to be behind that. And we can tell that from you know what we read here in Revelation chapter 9, verses 13 to 19. I'm only going to read you know, 13 to 19, but you can go back into your Bible so you can read it in context, okay? We mentioned these four angels in the past, uh, a few weeks ago, a few days ago, we mentioned the four angels that were bound in the river Euphrates, okay? And we said, look, there are no angels in any river. When he says Euphrates, he's talking about the, he's trying to give us a sense of the geographical territory that these angels are locked in. He's referring to the people of those territories that within them are these powers of these angels and at a certain time they shall, they shall be loosed to motivate those people to do certain things. Okay, so from verse 13 it says, And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar. Be, hold on, let's pull up a bit. Okay, let's start from verse 13 again. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men. Now, let me quickly say something here. When it says they were prepared for a time to destroy or kill the third part of men, it's not saying that they were prepared to kill a third of mankind. It's saying they were made and prepared for a time in which they will kill people physically. According to scripture, man is a soul he has a spirit and lives in a body. Mm. The body is considered to be the third part of man or the outer court of man. Some Christians would say man is a spirit, he has a soul and lives in a body. But it's more accurate and more biblical to understand man as a soul who has a spirit and lives in a body. Because the scriptures tell us that God formed man out of the dust of the earth and God breathed into his nostril and he became a living soul. When Jesus died on the cross, he said, I committed to your hand my spirit. But his soul, we know, went to hell. So the person is the soul. Okay, that's an aside, okay, for those of you who might be thinking on this. Verse 16. And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000 thousand. That's 200 million. And I heard the number of them. Well, this is, this might not, it's not necessarily a literal number, but you can see that once these these four angels are loose, they begin to motivate millions of people to go to war. You see that? Verse 17, And thus I saw the horses in the vision, and them that sat on them, having breastplates of fire, and of jacinth and brimstone, and the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions, and out of their mouths issued fire and smoke and brimstone. By these three was the third part of men killed, by the fire, by the smoke, and by the brimstone, which issued out of their mouths. For their power is in their mouths and in their tails. For their tails were like unto serpents, and had heads, and with them they do hurt. 
What is the prophet saying in this vision here? He's already told you that these angels are sent to kill the outside of men, the physical bodies of men. And for these things, visions he's seen to be killing people, these visions he's seen must be of natural objects, okay, physical objects. He's seen weaponry he cannot describe. He says fire comes out of their mouth. These are like tanks. These are like fighter jets. These are like houses. These are like, you know, RPGs. The, 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 this, the, he's seen in the future something he can't describe, okay? And he's put it down here for us. But the key he has given us is that he said, with these things, they kill the physical bodies of men. That's why it says the third part. And you can only kill the physical bodies of men with physical things, okay? All right. Now, um, let's go on. Well, we're going to talk about demons, okay? Jesus had mercy on demons. Did you know that? There was a place, one place in Scripture, where demons were outed by him, and when they saw they had been outed, they quickly begged him and said, please, master, don't send us into the, into the outer world. Send us into this swine. Let's read the story. Okay, this is the book of Mark, chapter 5, verse 5 to 14. Now, here we're going to read 6 to 13, okay? It says, but when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said, what have I to do with thee? Jesus, thou son of the most high God, I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. Okay, so the spirit in this man is telling Jesus, why have you come to torment me? Okay, because Jesus has said, come out of the man. Verse nine, and he asked him, Jesus asked the man, what is your name? And he answered saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. Okay, so you see there are many demons inside this one man. Okay, verse 10. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Now there was then nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feed. And all the devils besought him. They begged Jesus saying, send us into the swine that we may enter into them. And forthwith, Jesus gave them leave. Jesus permitted them. He didn't cast them into hell. He didn't cast them into outer darkness. He didn't cast them into eternal fire. Okay? Verse 13 again, says, And forthwith, Jesus gave them leave. He permitted them. And the unclean spirits went out of the man and entered into the pit, into the swine. And the herd ran violently down the sea place into the sea. They were about 2,000 and were choked in the sea. Look, they killed these swine. But what did they do? They used a part of the swine, not the swine's physical bodies, to keep functioning here. These things I'm sharing with you, I understand they're controversial. Well, think about it. Why did they go into the swine and just then right away kill the swine? It meant they didn't need the swine's physical bodies. There was another aspect of the makeup of soul 
that they needed. And since Jesus would not allow them to use the soul of that man, they went ahead to use the souls of that of those swine. Okay, this is the operation of demons. They're operating all around you right now. They're operating through a lot of musicians, a lot of musical artists, okay? And they're affecting the lives of children. They're making people, they're turning people, they're making people, you see somebody, somebody says, oh, I'm like this, I'm a man, but I love men, I'm a woman, but I love women. And you're made to think, oh, they were born like that. And these are people who are being oppressed or possessed by demons, mm. okay? All right. Let's continue. Fallen angels can be stronger than, let's pull this down so you can see. Fallen angels can be stronger than holy angels. Daniel chapter 10, verse 11 to 15. In this book, God sends an angel called Gabriel, the same angel that came to announce to Mary that she would have Jesus. And as he was passing down with his message from God, the Bible says he was stopped by another angel that the Bible refers to as the Prince of Persia. Let's read it from verse 12. Then Daniel said unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. But the Prince of the Kingdom of Persia which stood me 21 days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes came to help me, and I am remained there with the kings of Persia. Now I am come to make thee understand what shall befall thy people in the latter days, for yet the vision is for many days. Okay? All right. Now, I want to, you know, stop here, you know, sharing. And I want to have us think about what the, this angel Gabriel said. He said, another angel stopped him. They called him the prince of Persia. Obviously not the physical man. No physical man can stop an angel. So the prince of Persia there is referring to another spirit being that had the power to be able to withstand Gabriel and stop Gabriel from coming with the message to Daniel. But Michael, another chief angel, another archangel, came down and pushed the prince of Persia out of the way to allow the, um, um, Gabriel to bring, the angel Gabriel to bring the message to Daniel. I want you to use these few examples I have given. There are much more, but we only use about 25, 30 minutes in these broadcasts to communicate these things. God knows what tomorrow we'll be talking about, but we've given you scriptures that you can follow, that you can go and follow all right? So please follow those scriptures that I have given you, all right? And build upon that to learn more about this topic, okay? I thank you so much for your time. Remember what I said, I would like you to subscribe to our channels. If you see up on the bottom of the screen here, a subscribe button, I'd like you to go ahead and subscribe. Um, if you see a bell icon or notification icon that says, you know, um, for notifications, click on that bell icon. Because when you click on that bell icon, you will get alerts every time we upload new videos, okay? And why do you need to help subscribe to our channel? Because the more you subscribe to our channel, the higher we come up in the rankings and people will be able to find us. You know what God has given us a message that is unique and needs to be out there, okay? Please do your own part. Get these videos into the hands of people. Share this with your family, with your friends. 
hold Facebook watch parties with these videos and discuss them, okay? And share them with people. I know some of the things that we have said today, some of this is the first time you've heard this, but you know, there's so much more in scripture to back it up, but we have a short time. So we can just point you in the right direction. But look, you can communicate with me. You can you can go to our website, templeoftruth.us, and you can you know email me through that, or you can come right here on YouTube and in the comment section, post your comment and I will respond to it. Okay? So please, friends, I want to encourage you, support this work, support this ministry, share this word. Okay? Do not be weary in well-doing. In due course, in due time, very soon, you'll reap the fruits the, the, of, of your reward. Okay? Thank you so much for your time once again. This is Michael Bear signing out. God bless you.